Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or a teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> Amen. He can sing, so he ain't worried. Amen. Well, again, we are glad that you're in the household of the Lord, and we always place this vision before you and challenge you to get there before you get there. Imagine that you're already there. We believe by faith that God's going to take us there. Amen? Amen. 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 Bethlehem, share the love. And how are we going to share it? Living it and giving it. Okay, let's do that again. Bethlehem, share the love. And how are we going to share it? Living it and giving it. Amen. And praise the Lord. We've already shown you the t-shirts that are available and the sea sister Eton, pink and burgundy are the colors that uh, we're going to be doing. Tonight, we want you to get ready to answer these questions, okay? Uh, before we get into our Bible study, uh, the first one is, have you ever been fooled in your love relationships? Uh, so now, not everybody jump up and answer that at the same time, okay? <laughs> the next one is, have you ever been fooled in your business relationships? Have you ever made a bad investment? Has anybody ever swindled you out of your money. Have you ever been fooled in, fr- in a friendship relationship? Is, has, have, have you ever had a friend you thought was a friend and turned out to be uh, an enemy? <coughs> Hello, somebody. And uh, so we're going to, as Brother Tim said last, we're going to chop it up, all right? Let's all right. talk about all right. it, all right? All right. All right. <laughs> We're continuing, and this theme all year long is God challenging us to be brave. We're standing on this word, Joshua chapter 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be disturbed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And we want to challenge you. To be brave enough to make the decisions you need to make to receive the changes that you'd like God to make in your life. Amen? Amen. The people that we're 
talking about in the book of Judges are people who decided to walk out into the promises of God. And when they decided to walk out into the promises of God, God went before them and gave them the victory. But we're learning that it wasn't all uh, an all-the-way straight victory. They had to learn some things on the way. And uh, we're going to learn some things tonight. It says, uh, our title tonight is, Don't Be Fooled, Pray. Don't Be Fooled, Pray. As we look at Joshua chapter 9, verse 14 and 15. Joshua chapter 9, verse 14 and 15. As always, I want you to go back and read the whole chapter on your own. And perhaps we can make it interesting enough tonight to where you want to go back and read the whole chapter on your own. Let's read this out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. The Israelites assembled their provisions, but did not inquire of the Lord. When Joshua made a treaty of peace with them, let them live. Tonight we're going to talk about the perception of Israel. We're going to talk about the prayer of Israel. We're going to talk about the peace of Israel. We want Christians to know tonight that Christians should pray for divine perception. Christians should pray for divine perceptions. And tonight, uh, I'm going to give away my introduction to give this video. This video does a real good job telling us the story and giving us the background as to uh, what we're studying about in this text tonight, Joshua chapter 9. And uh, I want you to listen to it intently. And, uh, and it's going to give us a background to what we're going to be talking about tonight. But uh, we're going to be talking about perceptions, perceptions. And, uh, and we're going to see how Joshua made a mistake because he depended upon his own perceptions as opposed to praying to God. Mm. But let's look at this video and see what's going on in the text. Once upon a time, in a land not so far away, lived a mighty warrior named Joshua. Joshua was the one who led God's people, the Israelites, into the land God had promised to give them. And God gave Joshua and the Israelites victory over many people who lived in the land. Victory after victory, God helped the Israelites to gain more and more of the land. Now everyone had heard about the things that God had done for Joshua and the Israelites. Like how God caused the walls of the city called Jericho to fall down so the Israelites could take over. So most of the other people in the land were joining forces to create a huge army to go and fight off the Israelites. But one group of people who lived in the land that God was given to Joshua and the Israelites were called Gideonites. And the Gideonites were pretty scared. They knew that even if they joined forces with other armies, God would eventually give the Israelites victory over them too. So, they decided on a different plan in order to save themselves. The Gideonites decided to trick Joshua. And this was their tricky plan. A few of the Gideonites put on some old, torn, dirty, and worn-out rags. This way, Joshua would think they had traveled from a faraway country. They figured if Joshua thought they were from a faraway land, and not living in the land they were taking over, that he might make a peace treaty with them and promise not to destroy them. 
So the Gideonites dressed in rags came to Joshua and said, We have come from a faraway land. Please make a treaty with us. But Joshua was smart. He asked them, How do we know that you are telling the truth? Maybe you live near us. Tell me the truth. Who are you and where do you come from? But they told Joshua that they lived very far away and that they had heard what God had done for the Israelites. They showed Joshua their old clothes and that all of their food was gone from their long journey. Joshua and the Israelites asked the Gideonites all of the right questions. All right, Christmas. But they did not do the most important most thing. Important thing is they what? didn't ask God the wisdom of what to do. And so Joshua made a peace treaty with the Gideonites. He promised that the Israelites would never take their land or take them out. No sooner had they made the treaty than Joshua discovered who the Gideonites really were. That they actually lived in the land God was giving them. Joshua had made a big mistake, big mistake. and Joshua couldn't break his promise. So the Gideonites became servants to the Israelites, but he was never allowed to have victory over the Gideonites the way God wanted him to. But Joshua learned from his mistakes with the Gideonites, and for the rest of Joshua's life, in every adventure or challenge, he always asked God for his wisdom first. I can grow in wisdom by learning from my mistakes. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is a, a great illustration of really of the power of a prayer. And um, I think this is a, a, a very great lesson tonight. And if we applied it to our lives, it could change our lives. But first of all, we look at tonight, we talk about the perception of Israel. And Israel, they sampled their provisions. We you heard the background story. These folks were neighbors. They, they, they lived over there in Winniewood, and they try to act like they from Texas somewhere, and 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 and, 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 and disguise themselves and put on the old clothes. And I mean, this was uh, this was very, very, it was very wise yeah. for them. <laughs> Because uh, they know that they couldn't win the battle against the people of God. Because uh, the Bible tells us that they, they heard about what God was doing. And that's what amazes me in this text as we studied the, uh, about, about their conquering. Is that God's reputation preceded him. Before there was Facebook. Before there was mobile phones and texting and uh, uh, even before there was beepers and uh, facsimiles back in the day when we thought we was really doing it up in technology, the word about God always got out. Amen. And they heard about what God did to the, the Egyptians. They heard about what God did to those on the west side, those kings on the west side of the Jordan. They heard about how God had sp split the Jordan open and they came through. They heard about uh, Jericho and they heard about I or AI. They heard about all of this. And as a result of them hearing about what God was doing, they, they thought, hey, they couldn't. They couldn't stand against God. So they had to do uh, uh, one or two things. 
They either had to uh, get an alliance with the people, the other people of Atlanta, try to get together a group of people that could actually defeat them, or they could try to make a peace treaty with Israel. There was only one problem. God told Joshua not to make any peace treaties with the people that were in the land. So uh, they was wise enough to put on this disguise and, and, and come and, and, and get a peace treaty uh, because Israel depended upon their own perceptions. Again, they didn't pray. Hello, somebody. And, and they sampled, the, 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 the Israelites samples their, their provisions. And I couldn't help but think, boy, a lot of us, we, we, we need to get this. Don't be fooled. Pray. Especially in love relationships when, you know, uh, we're going to have Valentine's this Friday. Okay. And most people that end up in relationships and marriage, most people are married and they believe they were fooled. Hello, somebody. Fool to get married. Because this person ends up not being the person that they said that they were before they got married. One, one lady said, well, while we were dating, he did everything I told him to do. Once we got married, he won't do nothing. <laughs> one, one fellow said when it comes to a, a relationship, uh, you know, I, I married her. She, 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 she looked like Diana Ross when I married her, but uh, after I got married, she started looking like Granny from... Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, the Clampers. What's the name of that show? <laughs> Beverly Hills. She started looking like Granny. <laughs> Uh, one young lady said he 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 was he was walking around like he was big money son and had all his money showing all his money driving his nice car. I married him and now I see all the bills that he got. <laughs> all these bills talking about when you hide my car so they won't tow it away. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so when it comes to relationships and love, you get fooled because you 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 lose you use your own perception. This is what they did. They used their own perception. They sampled the goods and most of the time folk don't put their best foot forward. Hello somebody when they want something from you. Hello somebody. So, so it's always wise, especially for the Christian, not to be in a hurry for nothing. Hello somebody. And I was talking about this with somebody a little earlier. You don't have to be in a hurry, especially when it comes to love relationships, because they say that uh, when you fall in love, there's a, there's a drug that's released in your head they, and, and it causes you not to be able to, be, to discern the way you should discern. And they say it takes about six months for you to get back right. Hello, somebody. And most of the times in that six months, the damage has already been done. <laughs> but, but God is saying, telling us tonight, first of all, number one, don't depend upon our own uh, uh, perceptions for things. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. I, I tell women all the time, if he has all the right words to say, he's probably not from God. I, 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 I wrote about it in a book. I called him Mr. Charismatic. And when he's telling you all the words that you dreamed of hearing, hello somebody, and he's doing all the right things, spending money on you, and, and you can have your way. He's telling you you can have your way. He's probably not the one 
what? Hello, somebody. Because the devil comes as an angel of what? Of light, not darkness. Hello, somebody. And when you're in a relationship, you, if you really, you really want to know somebody, you got to know them, uh, oh, in the light and in the dark. Hello, somebody. In other words, you, you got to know the whole person. And, 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 and if they saying everything, if there's no conflict, saying everything, uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. You say, hey, he's not the one. Uh, he's just telling me what I want to hear. Hello, somebody. Uh, or she's just telling me what I want to hear. Hello, somebody. Uh, old Christian Cinderella. They say, yes. She say, yeah, I'll be submissive. I love the Lord. I'll be submissive. <laughs> I'm going to obey my husband like, 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 like Sarah did to Abraham. Hello, somebody. <laughs> if she's telling you that, she's probably lying. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Because she tell you the truth, say, well, maybe I, I might, maybe I won't. What that time when I wake up in the morning, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> it's, a, it's a situation, I thing. <laughs> I ain't gonna be no doormat. <laughs> now I love the Lord, but the Lord is not finished with me yet. Hello, somebody. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. That's that's the real world. That's Christianity in the real world. Hello somebody. But if, 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 if everything looks right. Hello somebody. You know and I even say this in preaching and don't tell nobody I told you this but if a, if a preacher is preaching a perfect sermon he probably got it from somewhere. <laughs> he probably got it on the internet and he's probably done done it 25, 100 times. He come with that one sermon and that's how church gets fooled. They'll, come, they'll be looking for a pastor and he'll come up here and he'll preach his one good sermon and he'll turn the church out for to be slain in the spirit and <laughs> flopping all over the place because <laughs> he became real good at preaching that one sermon. But then all that's a problem with that is, is that when you become a pastor, you can't depend upon on just one sermon. You got to get in that book uh, and you got to get in it for the for the 11 o'clock. You got to get in it for oh, Wednesday night. You got to get in when you go to preach at other places and that one sermon ain't going to do you any good. Hello somebody when you are a pastor. So you need to, if you're trying to find a pastor, you need to, you need to listen and see, hey, what is your category? I want to see your sermon catalog. Hello somebody. Not that you can just preach one good sermon. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. (laughs) Yeah, you got a catalog. Let me, let me see how you, how how long do you, hello somebody. Hello somebody. But, but yeah, when he got a catalog, it's another thing. But anybody can put on a nice suit. Hello, got that one good bishop suit. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Wear that one good bishop robe. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but anyway, we can't depend upon our own perceptions. And this is what they did in the text. They, they depended upon their own perceptions and, and, and with their own eyes, it looked like they were from a foreign land. Hello, somebody. You know, people know how to put on an act. Hello, somebody. They're good actors. Hello, somebody. But, 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 and this is what happened. This was their problem. 
They sampled their provisions. Hello, somebody. But they did not inquire of the Lord. Hello, somebody. Proverbs 23, 5 says, Do not wear yourself out to get rich. But what? Do not trust your own cleverness. Do not trust your own cleverness. Some people think they clever. I can, I can, I can, I can pick them. I can, you know. And sometimes, you know, you say, I just need to just look at him, and, and I can tell whether he's right. Uh, no, no, you can't. No, you can't. Now, some of the some some folk look at the young folk, and, and they're afraid of the young folk, and think the young folk is is gonna steal their purse, grasping their purse. Mm. But they won't be afraid of the man with the white tie on and the Brooks Brothers old tie on. And he's the one that done stole their mortgage. Hello, somebody. Stole their bank account. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Don't be fooled. Pray. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Neighbor. Go, neighbor. Don't be fooled. Pray. Hello, somebody. Now, 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 we finna chop it up. Chop it up. Chop it up. Have you ever been fooled in a love relationship? Wait, wait, come on now. We got to chop it up. And then it got got quiet. It was one or two things. When it get quiet, like everybody been fooled. (laughs) Just don't want to say nothing. (laughs) It could from right here. I done got fooled. For the Christian, and when I talked about love relations for the Christian, this is probably the number one mistake Christian make. Because we don't talk about it. We don't teach on it uh, in the church. I I like to say, and and I think I've written somewhere, that the the greatest decision that you'll make in your lifetime is a decision for Christ. The second greatest decision will be a decision for a man. It's very important, and that means a lot. It means uh, whether your children are going to come out right or they might come out crazy. Hello, somebody. Somebody get that on the way home. <laughs> it, it means a whole lot. And, and the Bible says, do not be equally yoked together with unbelievers. And, and, and we get that part. But yet, when we, when we go out and, 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 and these love relationships, you know, and the old brother man starts showing up at the church. When he's interested in you. Hello, somebody. When he's interested in you. Because most of the brothers, they used to say, they used to say, you know, that when they're fooling around, they go to the club. When they want to find a wife, they come to the church. Okay? And they want a good, good church, good Christian woman. Good church, Christian woman. <laughs> and then they'll start doing all the right things and saying all the right things. <laughs> Oh, honey, let, let, let's go to church together. Let's go to church. Let's go to Sunday school together. Let's, let's pray together. Hello, somebody. Saying all the right things. But after midnight, hello, somebody. He don't want to pray no more. Hello, somebody. <laughs> after midnight, hello, somebody. He don't want to speak in tongues no more. He want to stick his tongue in. Oh! <laughs> oh, the preacher just cut across the line. Let me leave on that one. 
Let me leave on that one. <laughs> he said, he said, chop it up, man. Chop it up, chop it up. It's all but, true. But, but, but all this, true. Is, this is the area yes, that Christians, they, it's like this. They sheep to the slaughter. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sheep to the slaughter. Get fooled by the first guy or the first lady. You know, think they learn something, they go out and get somebody just like the one they just left. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And it's because they are doing what the folk in the text are not doing, which is what? They didn't seek the Lord. Hello, somebody. Didn't seek the Lord. You know, because, you know, can we chop it up? It's, It's hard to be alone. Hello, somebody. And you say, preacher, how you know you married? But if you add up all the time I've been living, I spent most of my life as a single person. Okay, you add up all the time. Okay, uh, but it's and then when I was single, it was hard being single. Hello, somebody, being by myself. Hello, somebody. Now, 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 now they told me that they had to. You got Jill with you. <laughs> <laughs> Can we chop it up? <laughs> well, you say Jesus can't keep me warm on a cold winter night. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> he can, but not just in the way that you want it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And it's just hard to be single. And you know, the, back in the day, they used to. Uh, old boy used to sing a song talk about I don't want to be alone <laughs> said I don't want okay you get the mic get my stick with the gift stick with the gift I think that was Georgia or somebody they used to sing that song <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was a song back in the day y'all don't know that some of y'all don't know that but <laughs> Some of some of you other back in the day used to sing and, used to sing a song. What is India Ari? I am ready for love. Why? Oh, he said, "Stick with the gift." But anyway, it's hard to be single. Yes, sir. Hello, somebody. Yes, sir. Amen. Hello, somebody. So when somebody does come and is interested, interesting. Hello, somebody. The last thing you want to do. Hello, is what? Pray. Because <laughs> you want somebody to be there with you. And of course, they're not coming like the devil. They're coming saying all the right things. Just like they did in the text. They said all the right things to prove that they were from a faraway land and they were from Winniewood. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and as a result... And, and, and Joshua did, like many of you do in the tech in, in real life. You know what the Bible said. Well, God said I should be equally yoked together with an unbeliever. That's what God tells you. You'll tell him that, or you'll tell her that. You know what you're supposed to do. But still, you'll look. Hello, somebody. And she looked like Holly Berry. <laughs> and Holly Berry looked like an angel. Or like Morris Chestnut. And, and Morris Chestnut looks like a, a Denzel. Denzel, oh, he's got to be an angel. He played one in the movies. <laughs> Hello, somebody. And, 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 and you stop depending upon God and what God told you to do and you just look and perceive in your own sight. Hello, somebody. 
But that's how you get fooled. Hello, somebody. And, the, and we're talking about tonight, don't be fooled, what? Pray. Pray. Hello, somebody. Let me say it again. Don't be fooled. Pray. Hello, somebody. And, th- and this is what the, uh, this is teaching the kids. There was one country called Gibeon. Everybody say Gibeon. Hit the, hit the next slide. Gibeonites. Yes, the Gibeonites. They, instead of fighting the Israelites, they decided to do something a little tricky. They decided to trick the Israelites. Now, the Gibeonites lived, they were like next door neighbors. And so they decided, you know what we should do? Let's act like we're from very far away. Let's get some old clothes on. The old bad clothes that all have, you know, bad. Then they got some old water jugs that were all cracked and looked really, really old. And then they got bread that was really old. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen moldy bread before, you guys? Yeah, it's kind of gross, right? It's green. You know, okay, they got some green looking bread. And they, you know, threw dust. They made themselves look really dirty. Like they had come from a very long ways away. But they were really right next door. So, yeah. so the Gibeonites get on their camels, looking all dirty. And, and they were like, oh, they were acting really well. They got, to, they got to the Israelites and they come in. And they didn't attack them because they were, you know, acting like peaceful people. And they were like, Joshua, we've come from far away. Look at all of our stuff. Look, it's moldy. Look, our clothes are old. Look at all this stuff. Can we make a treaty with you? Can we? Can we? Can you protect us and not kill us? And Joshua goes, "Okay." They were convinced by looking at all the moldy bread and all the old stuff that they were from far away. But there was one thing that they forgot to do in the Bible. Read it very clearly. Read it. Ready? It says, "Let's see where is it at." Ah, verse fourteen. So the Israelites examined their food, but they did not consult the Lord. Hmm. They did not consult the Lord. The NIV says, but did not inquire of the Lord. Hello, somebody. The prayer of Israel was is that they were prayerless. Again. Again, hello somebody, because this is almost the same mistake they made with AI, but AI, they jumped, and they knew they had the victory in, in war, and they jumped, and they, and, they, and they didn't pray before they went for the battle in AI, and here, they didn't pray to see whether or not they should be making a peace treaty with these people, and had they prayed, what would you think God would have said? No, hello, somebody. And, and really, to tell the truth, especially when it comes to love, many folk don't want to pray to God because they already know God's answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello, somebody. Especially when it comes to love, we, we don't want to we don't want to pray whether we should be in this relationship because we 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 doing like Michael Jackson said back in the day. Yeah. It's about the way you make me feel. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> it's about, but 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 God ain't concerned about how you feel. God is concerned about are you holy? Ooh. That's deep. That's deep. That's deep. And we're gonna learn. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. That after they made this covenant with the people, they were fooled into getting into this covenant with the people. 
and you would have thought that because they got food and they're getting in this covenant with the people that God would have told them to, uh, to go ahead and wipe them off the planet of the earth but God didn't say that. God told them to be faithful to the covenant that they made because God was not concerned about their happiness. He's more concerned about holiness. And they had to keep their word. And, and that's what we got to realize. Uh, God is not concerned about your happiness uh, here on this earth. God is concerned about your holiness. And if you want to be holy, you better learn how to pray. Hello, somebody. Because if you learn how to pray, you wouldn't even enter into the relationship with that young woman. If you learn how to pray, you wouldn't invest your money in that person that's saying all the right words and promising a 100% return on your money. You, if you pray to God, God will probably tell you that this is a shyster. This is somebody that's going to take all your money. If you had to pray, you probably wouldn't have spent $200 on a lottery ticket. Hello, somebody. Lottery tickets trying to hit it. Saying, Lord, let me hit, let me hit. Now, don't pray like that. <laughs> That's the wrong prayer. You pray, Lord, what's your will? Man, man. Hello, somebody. Don't be fooled. Pray, Christian folk. For Christian folk can be some of the dumbest folk on planet Earth. Ooh, you say, Bridge, are you hard? Why are you being so hard on us tonight? Because, it, because we're dumb because we won't pray. Come on, right? And, and, and if we pray, we'd be wise. Mm-hmm. Because many of us don't realize when you accept Christ, you, you switch arenas, you switch realms, and you're no longer on the devil's side. And the devil want to keep you defeated. The devil want to keep you, oh, in places where you can't be holy. The devil wants to keep you under the circumstances, not above the circumstances. And we cannot live this Christian life Without prayer. Amen. Amen. And, and, and the unique thing about this text, God had already promised them the land. But even in promising them the land, they would still have to pray about the logistics on how they would get the land. Hello, somebody. Somebody, God maybe has promised you a mate, but you still got to pray about the logistics of finding a mate. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. There's some stuff that you've got to work out on planet Earth, and God will give you insight, but you've got to learn how to ask him. Amen. Amen. And if you don't learn how to ask him, some of you are trying to make some decisions, I heard tonight. But the best way to make a decision is to, as, 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 as the young lady said, I need to fast and pray about this. That's the best way. To, to, to get God's guidance is to fast and pray because if you're prayerless, you're going to be deceived. Come on, come on. Hello, somebody. Especially in love relationships. And, and the best time to learn how to pray is before you enter into a relationship. That, that's one of the baddest. That, that's one of the baddest things about the, you know, uh, about love relationships. You know, when you've already decided that you're going to get married, that's really a bad time to come see me. (laughs) Because it's 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 ain't nothing that I'm going to say going to make you want to change your mind. Come on, come on. Hello, somebody. Because you in love. Oh, I love her. I love him. No, 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 no. Come see me before you t- you're talking about getting married. Let's, let's have a sit down before you fall in love. Hello, somebody. 
Hello, somebody. And if you're in a, in a relationship with somebody and you know they're making a bad decision and you just want to tell them, you probably don't need to tell them. They got to learn on their own. Hello, somebody. But before they enter a relationship, you need to talk about the kind of person that you that you that God wants you. God wants you to be with a man who has integrity. God wants you to be with a man that goes to church, not just because you go to church or God coming with you. He should already be faithful. Hello, somebody. Go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Okay, you say come and see you before you make that decision to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's. Go ahead, add it. Chop it up. Say it. Say it. Say it like you want to say it. Okay. We need to come talk. Do we need to come talk to you if we want to get into the relationship? If you know, if you're not in love, that's really good. Yeah. That's that. That's good. That's good. Or if you if you see somebody that you may be interested in, you say, hey, you know, I'm interested. And let's go. Let's go take a look. Talk to the past. Now, the bad thing about that is, if you have your mind already made up, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. You know why? Because ain't nothing I can tell you. You're in love. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Love or in lust, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. Go ahead, Sister Chase. Look like you got something on your mind. Go ahead. Come on, come on. Chop it, chop it, chop it up, chop it up. Basically, basically. Well, because, I, mean, I mean, you know, because you can like, start talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, text them, call them, whatever. You know, and, and you might have that little fluttering or whatever, and it might not be the love or it might not be the lust right. either, but it could just be excitement because you're talking to somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And then it's like, okay, come to you and you're like, oh, Pastor, I met this guy, you know, he's really nice, and I think he might be the one. Don't know, but, you know, maybe if you sit down and talk to about the book, maybe you can see something that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. Because, I mean, even though you're talking to somebody or you're dating somebody, don't mean that you just like already feel like. Yeah, but at least you can know early in. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I wish I could have went to talk to the pastor. Like, even if you're dating, I mean, don't you want. After the third date, you need to come talk to the pastor. And it could be the pastor, it could be somebody that you respect and have lived a. have a a healthy. Uh, marriage relationship. It, it needs to be somebody outside of who you are because they say America is the only place where we let folk make these decisions on their own. Uh, most the of the world, is, yeah. the, the, the parents uh, uh, play a big role in who in they marry in their decision. Somebody that's grown. And some of y'all, some of y'all have children, and y'all see some of them folk they bring near you, near y'all. But can't y'all see through them? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
when you start seeing the the holes in the in the cheese, or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. that's when you you'll, you'll be like, oh, yeah. well, that's all right. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Yeah, so that's, that's when okay. you begin to compromise. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. you do. Just like Joshua did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know in your heart mm. and I've been in that situation yeah. and sometimes I'll do this you know just close your eyes <laughs> and you still see them you know yeah. like, well I'll close them alone but you, you'll know yes. you'll know yes. Yes. Just, you have to be yes. smart enough yes. not to change you yeah. right. you right. That's right. and if God's in you yeah. You're gonna be all right. Yeah. Yeah, and right. and yeah. you know, it's like, okay, I'm just gonna put it out. Chop it up. Chop me, it up. Take yeah. me for instance, yeah. you know. Chop I was up. gonna be in in a relationship, yeah. but I back out of that relationship right. Right. because what I saw, like you said, the, the, after the third uh uh date, yeah. you mm -hmm. should know. Yeah. Okay. You always you always hear people say, and I even said. You can't teach an old dog new. You sure right, you sure yeah. right Maple. Yeah, you, you can't right. teach yeah. an old dog yeah. new tricks. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and it's things that I enjoy doing. Yeah. They didn't like to do. Yeah. And it was things that they did. Yeah. I didn't like. Right. And it was always like, well, you can't teach you. You can't teach an old. No, you might no. not be able to teach that old dog a new trick, but that old dog can. You know we can compromise, yeah. Yeah. and they didn't. They didn't want to compromise. compromise. Yes, yes, so. And like you always said, my mama and my daddy and my aunt, grandparent raised me. Yeah. I don't need nobody else to tell me. Yeah. Well, where are you going? Where are you been? I thought you said you was gonna be here. Where you going? Baby, 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 Well, let me be around for a while and I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I can tell you. They always say your first, mm. yeah. your first, first instinct. instinct. Well, yeah. Your first instinct uh -huh. is what you should follow. Yeah. Okay, I follow my first instinct. Yeah. But I went along, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to do like, that. Just like they did. Joshua said, hey, what if y'all from another country? No, 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 no. I can't, no. I got some more. I got Go ahead. Chop it up, Tim. Come on, chop it up. I think, uh, that you can teach somebody to do Yeah. I think and, you can too. And, and, and the reason why I say that. If they want to learn. That's right. Yeah, exactly. When I was younger, and, and I'm putting this in with my kids, it was my mother raised me. I didn't have a dad around. So I, I had to figure that out on my own. And then my mother loved me to death. <laughs> she loved me to death. For but real? she taught me things. She yeah, loved me. Look at the way she looked at she you. taught me things. <laughs> it, was little, it, it was rough, yeah. but. She taught me things, so I put that on my kids. And it's it's weird that as I've gotten older, I've toned down a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. Yeah. It's like I'm learning. Yeah. You know, at 44, you know. You old? <laughs> huh? That's old? Sure. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Like was old you back know, in the day when I was young. It's yeah. not so much as, as a compromise. It's, it's a, just you just wanting thing. to just be different. Yes, sir. Just do something different, you know? 
And I love a mother that I thank you for Let me let me put my two cents in before you do that. It's not an issue of uh, what normally happens, let me put it this way. Before marriage, people will compromise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll do anything it takes most of the time to get you. Mm-hmm. That's where the deception comes in. After marriage, then they start being who they really are. <laughs> so, so it, it's nothing wrong with uh, what they, what the old folks used to say. The same thing it took to get your baby hooked mm-hmm. is the same you thing don't say to the keep you. Take it the same. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But but that's what people do. They become deceptive in the beginning, and they'll do willing to compromise, willing to do. That's the deception. But if they showing you, like you said in your instance, they showing you who they really are in the the beginning, then hey, that makes your 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 choice even easier. But some folk are so deceptive, they will take that to marriage, and then you think you married a person, and then when you get married, you be like, who is this? Amen. Like, and you be, (laughs) who is this? Hello, somebody. Hey, like, I used to tell them I'd rather be happy living in a cardboard box with a puppy. With a puppy <laughs> than living a puppy. in a mansion. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. a millionaire. Yeah. And you gotta walk on eggshells. Yeah, and miserable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Like you find out that once you get together, and if there has been if there have been compromises made before the marriage, once you get married married then you find out that there was resentment built up wow look at that, that you <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's deep that's even and, deeper uh, yeah <laughs> so the best thing I, I just don't take it there no more yeah yeah the best yeah. thing to do is just to be who you are you don't, don't even be like deceptive like you don't like it say hey baby right. man I, I, I don't like fishing yeah. you go going out there you the boys can go fishing I ain't going yeah. <laughs> don't be deceptive that's right Hello, somebody. Because sometimes we'll be deceptive without even even knowing that we're being deceptive. I'm Hello, mean, somebody. Just be, my, just be, just be who you are. Who say that? Okay. That's what they tell me too, sister. <laughs> but if you don't like it, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got. You don't have to. Yeah. I'm not having a gun to And that's a good example. If you are out with talking person, and you're going out with him, and you're quiet, that's deception. Hello, somebody. And, and then, you know, you, some people do that. They, they be, be quiet around. Once they get married, then they come out. <laughs> That's deception. No. And this deception, boy, it can, it can really fool you because people, some people are being deceptive on purpose. Some people don't even know that they're really even being deceptive. And that's where you get in trouble. And that's why uh, we talked about tonight. Don't be fooled with what? Right. Don't be fooled. Right. This is. Oh yeah. You know. Um, yeah. You can pray. You say and ask God for a mate, but then you don't listen. Well. You know yeah, yeah. You you pick your own. Well. You know, this is who yeah. I want. I'm yeah. not gonna say it's always love. It could be love, uh-huh. but you you mistake yeah. it for love. Yeah. This is who I want. Yeah. I was an unfortunate victim of that. Well, you know? Yeah. And now that it's years past, I think sometimes, and I thought 
that wouldn't have never worked anyway mm. because he was my God. Well, and God said, Thou will have no other God. No other gods. I heard some yeah. folks say, you know, say that to me before. Uh, yeah. I would have given my life. Well, and I'm not ashamed to say yeah. it because it's the truth. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Help yeah. somebody. I, I got down on my knees at one point and I said, Lord, here I am. Mm-hmm. The first thing I want to do is ask you to forgive me. Mm-hmm. For getting into this relationship well, without consulting. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's she say? Uh, should I even know what she said? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I told him one time. I said, I believe everything you said. He said, I don't believe nothing I say. He said, I'm one of the world's biggest liars. Don't believe nothing I say. I thought we he told you that. <laughs> But then I asked God, do not let me hate this person. Well. Because he was never mean to me. He was never mean to my kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I didn't want to hate it. And God gave me what I asked for and I had just enough to realize that, that that's what it was. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to this day, if I had a dime and he needed it, he could have it. He's my best friend. Amen. Praise your Because he treated me with respect. He was he was, you know, it was good to my kids. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I made the fatal mistake of putting him First, wow. I put him wow. before I did God. Well, and that's a, that's a mistake. And that's what happens in a lot of relationships. Yeah, you put you, you know you put that love between that woman or that man even before God. I, somebody else told me that. I think it was a preacher man who made a mistake like that. He said, "Oh no, it was." Uh, should I tell who it was? He said it here before. It was Deacon Melvin. He said that, that, that first wife. He said, "I have made her like God." Mm-hmm. Hello, somebody. I've been there, brother. And if they're God, guess what? You ain't going to pray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it says, don't be fooled, but pray. You know, in this relationship that I started to step off into, I prayed about it. Amen. You know, Praise I did. God. I really uh-huh. did. I prayed uh-huh. about it. And I asked God, I said, if it's not me, show me. Mm. That's right. Amen. That's if it's good. not me, show me. Yeah. And he, and he did. He you showed know, you that. When people say they, they, yeah. you know, yeah. God yeah. don't reveal nothing. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. I mean, but he showed me, you know, things about this guy. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, you know, I asked for this, you know. Mm. And then I got to talking to him, you know. And the more you talk, the more you found out. Well, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. But when you prayed, you didn't take it. You took it from that God position. Because a lot of times, who is that? Somebody, poet, or somebody said, if a person tells you who they are, believe it. I think, who was that? I think that was uh, Maya Angelou. I think that's who that was. And, and, and if he told you he was a liar, believe it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but if he's God in your life, you you know you you ain't gonna believe. You ain't gonna believe it. So don't be fooled. Pray. Here's a good el- illustration of what uh, what happens. When we do stuff like this, in, in 2 Chronicles 10, uh, 13, 12, uh, 1 Chronicles 10, 13, 14, 
Samuel died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance. What did he, and did not inquire of the Lord. He did not inquire of the Lord. He had the, uh, yes, Saul, he had the nerve to go to a medium and wouldn't pray to God. You say, well, I would never go to a medium. Really? How about them horoscopes? Hello, somebody. Hello, Gemini in the house. <laughs> you look at your Gemini horoscope. Today, today you're going to meet somebody and talk to somebody, greet somebody, love somebody. <laughs> you're like, oh, who I am? <laughs> that was in our old days. Our no, that's. <laughs> Now, let some folks still do that. Before they read the Bible, they'll read the horoscope. Hello, somebody. Yeah, those card readers are the same thing. You go, oh, it's just going to be fun. And she's flipping it up. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know better, but I believe everything she told me. Uh-oh. I made the Uh-oh. fatal mistake of letting my mother know. Ooh, I bet your mother had a problem with that, didn't she? She said, if you want to know what's going to happen to you in the future, you get your Bible and read it. Well, she said, don't let me find out. Don't yeah. let me ever hear uh-huh. that, that you marry hear you. That you pay for it. Yeah. She said, I don't care. She yeah. said, that's, that's, yeah. that's another uh-huh. thing. Yeah. If she just told you all of this free, mm-hmm. she said, them two ladies that you went there with, had then already told her. What <laughs> 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 yeah. I was so excited. I didn't intend for her to find out. Yeah. You get your Bible and read it. Get your Bible and read it. That's right. Don't do it. Don't do it. That's good. I thank you. Thank you. Don't, don't. Lead, lead, her, lead her folk along. <laughs> Because 100% of them are, are, well, I say 90% of them are fake, but you, you get somebody to tell you something real, then you know that's demonic. Hello, somebody. So you don't want to mess with either one of them. Hello, somebody. Inquire of the Lord. Why not just ask of the Lord? Why don't you chop it up with the Lord? We don't chop it up with the Lord. We, we, all, we all just, we like to be sanctified. Lord, holy, holy, holy. But <laughs> I Lord, I'm lonely and alone. It's Valentine's Day coming up, and they nobody sent me to ooh, chop it up. That's good. She, well, she got a mouth over. <laughs> That's one of the loneliest days in the world when folks who are single get mad and upset being alone. That's good. Good. I'm glad you don't. I'm glad you don't. I'm glad you don't, but there are a lot of folks that do. A lot of folks that do. I mean, I realize that there are people out there, I mean, they be ready to commit suicide and all that. Yeah. But but, but practice is you have God in you. Of course, it it shouldn't be. But sometimes it is. You know, it's according to what year it is, you know. It's according if you just broke up. It's according to, you know, a lot of factors. So, but anyway, don't be fooled what? Don't be fooled. Pray, what? Pray, pray. Pray. Inquire of the Lord. And when I said that, when I talked about the Valentine, I'm just what I meant is just keep it real and how you're feeling. Whatever it is. If it's, if it's about love, it's about your job, it's about your children, it's about keep it real. Pray to the Lord about what's real to you. 
That's what they say Christianity is. It's a relationship. And when you have a relationship with somebody, you talk to them, don't you? You talk to them all the time. Hello, somebody. When you first fall in love, you're talking all the time. My sister, you told you to talk to me all night long on the phone, you know? But she was, she was in love, you know, just talking to me. You know, I was asleep on the other line and woke up. <laughs> You say, uh, 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 I better leave on that one. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> she know I'm just joking. <laughs> I hope she know. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> yeah. I hope you know. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> don't be fooled. <laughs> Pray. <laughs> this last little video kind of illustrates the same thing, but we want you to kind of get the principles down. Uh, have you ever been fooled in business relationships? Um, anybody ever got their money took? That's something you want to talk about should we go forward. All right. This video is, uh, tells the whole story again. If it looks like it, it's going to play. Joshua was a mighty warrior. Hello. God used him to lead the Israelites into the land God promised them. Now, God had given Joshua and the Israelites many victories over the people who lived in the land. He sure has. You wouldn't believe what God did to the wall of Jericho. Knocked it down. Now, everyone had heard about all that God had done for Joshua and the Israelites, including some people who lived nearby called the Gideonites. They were pretty scared, so they decided to trick Joshua. Now, remember the plan. We have these old bags that are torn and it's worn out of clothing. This will trick Joshua and the Israelites to think we came from a faraway country instead of just nearby. We'll get him to make a peace treaty with us, and then we won't be destroyed like those guys at Jericho. Got it. We have come from a country far from here. Please make a peace treaty with us. How do we know you're telling the truth? Maybe you live near us. We can't make a peace treaty with you if you do. If you make a peace treaty with us, we'll be your servants. You didn't answer my question. Tell me the truth. Who are you? Where do you come from? Really? We live very far away from here. We heard all that God has done for you in Egypt and against all the people living here. The leaders of our country told us to come and make a peace treaty with you. As you can see, we've come a long way. All our food is gone and our clothes are worn out. Let me see for myself. Looks good to me. Joshua and Israel asked the Gibeonites all the right questions but they didn't do the most important thing. Ask God for wisdom on what to do. So they made a treaty with the Gibeonites. What? The Gibeonites live nearby? They tricked us. I want to meet with those guys. Now I know the truth. You live close to us? Why do you lie and say that you live far away? We know that God told you to destroy all the people living in the land. We were afraid, so we tricked you into making a peace treaty with us. Well, we have to keep our promise, so we won't destroy you. But you will have to be our servants and carry water for the priests. That's right.
Hey man, let me uh, close this out. We're really running out of time. Mm -hmm. um, one thing we need to see is, uh, is even though they were tricked into the covenant, they kept the promise. And many times people in marriage relationships, you know, they get upset because the person wasn't who they were. And uh, they ask the preacher, well, can I get a divorce now? And I have to tell them, no, you, you, you entered into a covenant relationship. And because you entered into a covenant relationship, things have changed. You had a choice before you got married. And you made your choice. And God wants you to stick with your covenant decision. Because, again, God is more concerned about your holiness than he is with your happiness. Amen. Wow, Amen. that's deep, that's deep. I said, boy, that's amazing. You know, it was me. I mean, like, they tricked me. Shoot, we can go on and just take them on over. You know, they done lied and tricked us. But no, you entered into a covenant. That's why I try to challenge singles. Uh, before you get married, you better make sure. Mm -hmm. You better pray. Because mm -hmm. you got a choice right now. Mm -hmm. But once you get married, unless it's just something that's, you know, mm -hmm. two reasons for a divorce in the Bible, what are they? Adultery. Adultery. Adultery and what? Death. Death, is, of course, is one. That's What's another one? Another one, controversial, is abandonment. Okay, but that's controversial. Uh, so, you got a choice on this side, single folk. And if you're here and you want to inquire and pray and ask of the Lord whether you still should be married, that person ain't committed adultery. And ain't dead. Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to hang in there. Keep that covenant relationship. Hello, somebody. That's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. Let's go ahead and pray. Uh, I think the youth are already out. We're going to pray. Give us time to consult the Lord. Um, Exodus 23:32. Do not make a covenant with them or with their God. That's what he had told them to do. But they... Of course, was tricked. Amen? Amen. But don't be fooled. Pray. Amen? Amen. Let's, uh, those who are able, go to your knees and don't be fooled. Pray about anything, any decision that you have to make tonight. Don't be fooled. Pray. Now I'm going to pray, and this is going to be a quick time of prayer. Uh, you pray even as I pray. Shall we pray? Father God, tonight, Lord, you've taught us tremendous lessons, Father, on the importance, the importance of prayer, Lord. And Father God, we can apply this to the situations that we face, whether it is we desire to be married or desire to have an, another job or anything, Father God. You, you tell us tonight, don't be fooled, let's pray. One job, Father, may look better than the other, and you, and we may be considering going to another place. Well, help us not to be fooled, but to yes, pray. Mm -hmm. So, Father God, I come tonight, Lord, doing what James tells us, Lord, that he tells us he who lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And many times, in many situations, we don't even have enough sense to pray that we do need wisdom. Father God, you taught us tonight, Lord, to not be fooled but to pray. 
Father God, right now, Lord, we don't want to be fooled by what the devil is doing in our lives, Lord, because the devil may make it appear that, 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 that we won't be healed, Father, but we, we don't want to be fooled. We want to pray. Because, Father, I hear your word tells us that that's still a bomb in Gilead. Father God, somebody here tonight may be so tired, sick and tired and thinking about taking their own life. But, but Father, you worship, don't be fooled to pray. Father God, you're reminding some folk uh, to this day, Lord, what you said Sunday, that you can have it all. Oh, Lord, and the devil wants us to be fooled and think we can't have anything, but you say we have everything, Father. And tonight, Lord, we come, oh, giving our hearts, our minds, our souls, and the circumstances and situations all to you and believing by faith that you are God, that we won't be fooled by the devil's circumstances, but we will pray and we will know, Father, tonight that we have the victory, Father. Oh, Lord, the devil will make it seem like there be no hope, Father. But, Father, tonight you tell us that there is hope, Father. Hello this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've made your host for today's program. Before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home, a baby born. 
needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you pray that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for you must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart, if, if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life. We just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state of the arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.